Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Not really, at least. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. And then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live, which is every Tuesday, and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello! Waiting for Corinne to come up here. Oh, wait, Corinne's already up here. Look at that. Of course, I start talking. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. and I'm on mute the whole time. Of course. This is the tale as old as time. You would have thought we would be better at yes, technology still- by now. Two, two years into basically like full remote work. This is a new technology to us. Do you want to True. make me the host? Yes, I just did. Oh, perfect. Now you have the power to bring people on stage. I have all the power. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I hope everyone's having a great, fantastic week and being extra spooky. (laughs) Extra spooky. Well, I I guess I I should say I hope no one's had like any haunting experiences this week, but you never know. Yeah, I haven't had any, but I've been really in the mood to to watch a bunch of spooky movies. So if anybody has any good movie recommendations that are like newer Ooh. maybe in the past five years that'd be great because I feel like I I have a good grasp on all of the old classics and, and whatnot but I'm behind on all of the new horror movies oh okay well everyone in the chat share some good horror movies yeah please do um I've been having well actually I had one night where I had really weird dreams and I've never in my life had sleep paralysis, but in this dream, I had sleep paralysis. It was very weird. Yeah, wait, tell me more about this. I don't really know how to explain it. So, okay, in my dream, okay, so this past weekend, I was staying at a hotel in Mexico for a wedding. And in my dream, I was like in a different hotel, but like there was a curtain that kept moving in the dream. And I was like, oh, there's a ghost. And I said, if there's a ghost here, move the curtain. And it moved again and then all of a sudden I couldn't I couldn't move oh and I was paralyzed and I had this like in my dream sleep consciousness that I was paralyzed it's not that exciting it's just a dream (laughs) no but I'm wondering it was it a dream though or do you think you were like truly trapped in some sort of weird astral state um I think it was just a dream oh it's still creepy but I was you know the dream sleep paralysis was enough for me and it made it made me double down on the fact that I do not want to ever experience it in real life. Maybe you're getting so powerful in terms of astral projecting that you don't even realize that you're astral projecting <laughs> and and that now things are trying to to make you go to sleep and control you while you're astral projecting. Yeah. <laughs> like no. no you told the story and now you don't believe your own story <laughs> well because I don't think I was actual projecting and I I also like the only time that I think I was actual projecting it was like very very clear to me like it felt very real like you know okay but I did have something really horrifying happen to me this weekend what okay so picture this 
I'm enjoying myself on the beach after the wedding, like the day after the wedding. It's uh-huh. a beautiful 75 degree day. I'm sipping on a Pacifico. And it's one of the cans, you know, like you really can't <laughs> see inside of the can. And Uh-oh. I go and take a sip. And all of a sudden there's a foreign object in my mouth. And I spit it out so quick. I look down and there is a bright blue bumblebee <gasps> that somehow <laughs> got in my drink. Ew! And I'm like, oh, it has to be dead. Well, first of all, I can't get this, like the feeling of it being in my mouth out of my mouth. <sighs> and I look at it and we are all examining this bee. First of all, it's bright blue. Who yeah, we, bees what? are bright blue. How is it blue? I have no idea. I haven't done enough. Um, Unless the Pacifico turned it blue, and then that concerns no. me that you're drinking it and putting that liquid <laughs> in your body. <laughs> I don't think so because get this: the bee was not dead. I thought it was dead. It, I, it was on top of the can because everyone was examining it, and maybe 20 minutes later, I start seeing its little like pollinator whiskers moving, and then it starts moving entirely. And it came back to life. Well, I'm glad it came back to life. Do you think that it just lived inside of you and it, and it wasn't even in your drink? It just like was birthed from the, the deep insides of your body? No, it so definitely it came, it, it came. I felt it when I took one swig. Oh, oh, gross. But I made out with a bee this weekend. That's really that's a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. I mean, I love bees, but like I don't want insects in my mouth. It was a nightmare. That's so gross. I have actually a a scar on the roof of my mouth. When I put my tongue to the roof of my mouth, I can feel it. Because when I was three years old, a wasp flew into my gaping open toddler mouth and stung me. Oh, no. And it scarred me ever since. Like, not not emotionally. I don't remember it. But, like, physically, the roof of my mouth. Yeah, of course. (laughs) You have a scar. I have a scar. Yeah. Well, goodness. another, Another thing you and I have in common. I know. I'm just glad that it it wasn't like a scorpion or anything in your in your beer, but that's still (laughs) anything creepy crawly. It was horrifying. (laughs) Oh my god, Shannon in the chat wrote, "I had a slug in my hot toddy once. It was awful." (gasps) Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That reminds me of okay. Wow! No wonder I have like fear of food. Anyway, I was eating Cheerios or I poured a bowl of Cheerios for myself once when I was in high school. And I truly went to go put a spoon and take a bite. And I saw something move on the inside of one of the Cheerios mm-hmm. and it was a worm. I looked closer. <sighs> Every single Cheerio had like little like moth worms. And I, we had like an infestation in our pantry, but I was about was like to maggots. Put it. Yeah. Kind of. Ooh. Oh, that's so sick. <laughs> I know Ew, people, I'm so I know. glad I already ate dinner and <laughs> I don't have food for the rest of the night. Oh my gosh. This is, people came here for ghost stories. I hope no one's eating dinner as we're talking. Wait, I have almost a, a combination of, of bug horror meets ghost story. Do you remember, do you remember a year ago when I told you that I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a huge spider like descending from the (sighs) ceiling and I was screaming and I like ran out and I called for Brian to try to save him. Yes. And I was horrified. He was like, there's literally nothing here. Yes. Two nights ago, I woke up and this is a new apartment. I woke up and I watched a tarantula size spider 
crawl across the top of my window for like five full (gasps) seconds. And then it just, when I say disappeared, I don't mean like it crawled and I couldn't see anymore. It just like evaporated like disintegrated like a ghost and so a now ghost like spider now I'm like is there a ghost spider because I was full awake it wasn't just like some weird in between states like the sleeping state and being awake I was awake and I was staring at the spider being like what the fuck is that oh my gosh so either it's a ghost spider or I'm losing my mind or there's some demon that's like trying to taunt me by continuing <laughs> to show me these like three pound spiders crawling on my walls Wait, yes, in our chat said maybe it's your familiar. What if your familiar is a spider? Why? Why <laughs> would you do that to me? No. Can you can familiars change their shapes? <laughs> can it be something else? Can you yeah, request something else? I would like a sea otter, please. Oh, that would be really cute, but also very Wouldn't odd it? for anyone else to see appear near you. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but tarantula i mean those things are freaking big oh emily said i have a pet tarantula well this is already the scariest episode we've ever had of <laughs> campfire stories i'm horrified oh gosh well we can make it even more horrifying with actual ghost stories which is why you're all here we are going to bring you our listeners up onto stage and there's no theme tonight we will bring you up to tell your ghost stories we do ask that you try to keep your story to five-ish minutes. Again, don't time yourself. Do what you got to do. Tell your story the way you mean to tell your story and don't let our limit get in the way. But we plan to do a theme next week. So start thinking of theme ideas. And at the end of this episode, we will ask for people to add some theme ideas in the chat. Yes. So no theme today, but theme in the future. Oh my gosh, Scott, I hate that. What did he say? It's a gif. It's from oh. Home Alone, but it just scared me to open the chat to that. Oh! Oh! <laughs> well, I don't feel so alone anymore because Abby also said I see spiders all the time when I transition from sleeping to waking. So I don't know what's going on, but some of us see spiders when we wake up. Interesting. That is strange. Yeah. Oh, Sydney says, Corinne, my grandpa was a, big, a Bigfoot researcher. <gasps> Sydney, tell us what he's found. Wow. I keep getting spam calls from Yosemite, so I'm convinced Bigfoot's trying to reach me. Oh my gosh, why don't you answer? Because if I answer, if he really needs me, he can leave a voicemail and I'll call him back. Okay. (laughs) It was just a robo-dial. I don't want to get more than I already do. Okay. And you also don't want to, you don't want to find out it's a robo-caller. Exactly. Miss Leia is yelling. Yelling. Okay, well, I'm going to bring up Sydney. She is top of queue anyway, and I do want to hear about her dad's research. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Jenny and then Samantha. Wonderful. Okay, I'm stoked. Hi, Sydney. Look at Sydney a second to unmute herself and tell us all about Bigfoot and any other ghost stories that you have, Sydney. I'm not going to. Oh, Oh my gosh, the unmute button is so hard to find. Everybody (laughs) wasn't joking about that. It catches everybody. (laughs) Um, So funny. So my great-grandpa, not my great-grandpa, it was my mom's dad. Oh my God, I'm nervous. He was about 20 or 30 years old when he, he had my mom. Long story short, he left them to go hunt Bigfoot for the rest of his life. And it's really interesting. So he moved out to Oregon and he's lived there ever since. Um, and during his research, he 
found unidentified poop, basically. Oh, mm-hmm. whoa. And fur that was sent to multiple different, whatchamacallit, like laboratories. And yeah. everybody, basically all the places are like, we we can't identify this. We don't know what it is. And he's been featured in a couple Bigfoot documentaries as well. So, Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, so I cool. need to know more information about the poop. So in the poop, <laughs> inside the poop, like what, like what is Bigfoot's diet? Were there berries? Was there fur? Like is, is Bigfoot a carnivore? Like I'm thinking of the coyote poop that's in my parents' front yard and it always has, it's sad, <laughs> funny fur in it. I don't know, but basically like when he sent it out, they were just, they just couldn't identify where it came from. And it's like, they just don't know where it came from. And I know he wrote in like, was a guest writer in some of his books. He passed away a couple of years ago and I didn't really, he was really, oh, it's fine. He wasn't really a part of my life. Um, but yeah. And I'm like, where is all this information? Where is all his research? Because I want to look into it. Wait, this, this, the quest to find the missing research. Literally. I'm here for this. Yeah, this is such <laughs> a good mystery. This is this is your own personal podcast right now. You could totally I know. make this. <laughs> it's literally. It's, oh my god, this is amazing. You're okay because every podcast people they want a story to the story. So like your story is about finding your dad's research, but in the midst of it all, you're gonna find wait grandpa's research. Yeah, oh, my yeah. grandpa. <laughs> grandpa, sorry, grandpa's research. You're gonna find Bigfoot too. Yeah, I sure hope so. Oh my God, carry on the legacy, but bring it with you. I will. I will. Um, I also have another story if you guys are interested. Uh, (laughs) Okay, I'll try to make it quick. Um, I actually did email it to you guys, but it's been about a year. I emailed it like right around COVID. Um, So basically, my grandma, my mom's mom, actually the one who was married to Bigfoot Hunter, and my mom... Um, and me, the rumor is we all got, you know, a little bit of psychic abilities on our side. We were a little more in tune with everything. My grandma has plenty of wild stories from when she was growing up. Um, this is a rumor, right? So, but this has to do with me. So a little backstory, my mom has a stepbrother who was a little more of an outcast of the family and he wasn't really around. So whenever he was, it was like really important that like, we were able to see him and he had this girlfriend when I was about like four or five, six around that age. And her name was Marta. And my mom was like, I don't know what it was about her, but you were just so, so drawn to her. And like, I had only met her a couple of times. I was really young, but I was so just drawn to her. And so I met her, we went about our things. Like I said, I was kind of obsessed with her. And then, you know, my uncle and her went on their way and I never really saw her again. So if I was about four or five, six, when I met her, then like out of two years after that, I don't know, I was younger. I was a little older, but I was still younger. And I'm playing in my living room. And this was on, we'll say it's on a Tuesday. And I just stop what I'm doing. And I look at my mom and I'm like, mom, where's Marta? And she looks at me and she's like thinking in her head, she's like, huh, you know, I haven't really talked about her. I haven't heard from her in years. And like, at that point, it was kind of like, I don't think my uncle was with her anymore. And she just kind of made something up like, oh, she, you know, she's like doing her own thing. And I was like, okay, you know, sufficient enough for a young child. Two days later, my grandma calls my mom and she's like, 
Samaran, you're you're not going to believe this. And my mom's like, what? And she's like, I'm I'm reading the obituary and Marta died on Tuesday. And my, oh my mom, gosh. yeah. And my mom was like, what? And she's like, yeah, she, she passed away on Tuesday. I'm reading about, like, I'm reading her name in the obituary right now. And she was like, oh my God, like, I need to tell, I need to tell you something. And she told me, she told my grandma about what I said. And she was like, she just, they just kind of freaked out. <laughs> Whoa. That's yeah. Super witchy. <laughs> yeah. So ever since then, it's kind of like, I don't know. I like to think, are you ever nervous that if someone randomly pops into your mind that you haven't thought about for a long time, that that's a bad omen? (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but it's kind of funny because whenever I think about somebody, I see them in some way, shape or form, like pretty soon after. That's So, so cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my mom's like, I don't know, maybe she just came to you that day or this, that, the other. But like, what was also weird was when I sent you your story, the, the reason I sent it that day was because I was scrolling through my uncle's Instagram and I found this picture of this girl and I'm like, oh my God, like, I know who this is. And I scrolled down and it was like her picture and it was like 10 or so years since she died. And he was like posting about it. Wow. Yeah. This is making me wonder, like, I'm just you saying that after thinking about people too, that that you'll see them soon after. I'm very curious what the real difference is between like maybe just having the psychic ability or if you're actually just super good at like manifesting and controlling (laughs) the direction that things go. I mean, obviously I don't think you controlled anyone's I hope I'm like, not manifesting anything bad. Where are you going with this, Brandon? <laughs> okay, forget what I said. Never mind. I'm not talking for the rest of tonight. <laughs> I got to be that better with my intentions, I guess, when I think about people. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think I did. No, I bet Marta was communicating with you in some way. I mean, especially with how the relationship, you just the way you described it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... That was my story. My wow. grandma's house is haunted too, but I'll let other people go. I can talk another time. Okay. Well, email us. I will. I'll send okay. more stories. Thank All right. Thanks, so much guys. Thank Bye. you. Wow. Oh my gosh. Psychic, haunted house, Bigfoot poop. Sydney is living my dream life. <laughs> Bigfoot poop is your dream Bigfoot life. Bigfoot poop. I, I would honestly cool. bag that up and I would, hang, yeah. I would frame it. I'd get one no, of those shadow boxes from Michael's. And I would put it on my wall. Okay, but you have to do the studies first. Like, you asked very good questions. Like, what kind of food was did it digest? Because that does give a lot of information as to what yeah, kind of Yeah, I'll just keep a little pellet, a little, yeah. a little section for myself. And then I'll send the rest off <laughs> to the research lab. Imagine you having, like, a housewarming party. And that's, like, the first thing you see when you enter your house. And everyone's like, so what's that? Oh, it's, I'm going to put one of those picture lights over it. Like I'm going to oh hardwire a picture. Light. It's going to be, it's going to be it's illuminated 24 seven. Wow. I need, I need Sydney to find if there's any leftover poop and send it to me. Because or I, go find your own. Okay. But I'm also afraid to go by myself. So will I'll you go come with, with you. me? You know, I'll go with you. <laughs> That's an easy yes for me. Uh, okay, okay. Great. I'm bringing up Jenny. I'm cracking up. Gabby goes with a big plaque. 
Bigfoot. Hi, can you hear me? Hi. Yes, we can. That's great. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll just stare awkwardly at it. That that works fine. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the sweetie in the in the skirt in the tutu in your picture? That is my pit bull MJ. She is a therapy dog, so she likes to wear her tutus when she goes and visits kids. Oh, oh, <laughs> so oh cute. my heart! I'm she really goes and prances up to everyone. She's like, "Look at my pretty butt." <laughs> oh, MJ's little booty. We love her. So oh yeah, she's got she's got the pity booty, so she's got a good sized booty. <laughs> <laughs> got that donk. So I have a happy story. It's well bittersweet sort of um, for you tonight. Um, in 2008, my grandma on my mom's side passed away. Funny enough, it's her. It would be her birthday in two days. Um, oh. And wow. she lived in Wisconsin. We live in Minnesota. Uh, hi, Nick. <laughs> Go. And, um, we went and visited her and her um, stayed at her house for the service as we always did when we visited in the summer. And she had two bedrooms upstairs. One was her room. The next one was a guest room. And then downstairs, there was another room that my parents slept in. My sister and I always fought over who got the guest room. And my grandma was always insistent. One of us had to sleep in her bed because we were growing we were kids. She can sleep on the couch. Um, so when she passed and we were there for her her service, neither of us had the heart to sleep in her bed. So I let my sister have the guest room and I went and slept on the couch in the living room, which is down the hall from where the bedrooms are. Mm-hmm. And in the morning at six o'clock, um, there was this voice that just went, good morning, everyone, just screaming it through the house. And I, of course, shot up, fell off the couch, almost landed okay. on the dog, ran down the hall and found out that it was the... Um, alarm clock in my grandma's room going off. And so I turned off the alarm, oh. went back on the couch, and a couple of hours later, everyone woke up, and I'm like, I'm so sorry for the noise. It was, you know, I don't know what was going on. And they were like, what are you talking about? We didn't hear anything. And my parents were right oh. below that room. I'm like, it was like screaming. How didn't you hear anything? And so I'm like, you know what? I bet my grandma was mad at me for not sleeping in her room. There's a perfectly good oh. bed there. So the next night I slept in her bed and the alarm clock went off again the next morning, but it was set to static. So somebody was a little upset that there was a perfectly good mattress there. (laughs) (laughs) Another story I have is a little. Uh Oh, Jenny, did you mute yourself? We lost you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. (laughs) Now you're back. I think my screen turned off. And so it decided that my, my phone is interesting. Okay, well, we're we're glad there's no like ghostly interference prohibiting you from from telling the story. So no, but back. I think my mom is starting to manifest a ghost in this house. Really? Tell us <laughs> more. She's What's she's happening? Been listening to the campfire stories the last few times with me, and my mom is not a believer in ghosts. She used to be very spiritual, very into reincarnation, and now she's a steadfast atheist. Which that's fine. I don't care. Um, so she doesn't really believe in the afterlife anymore. But the other day, something fell in the laundry room. She goes, "Oh my god, I bet it's a ghost." And I'm like, "You're you're joking, right? Like you're you're kidding me?" And she's like, "No, maybe it's someone who broke into our house before it was built because someone stripped a bunch of stuff from our house 25 years ago while it was being built." And she's like, "Maybe one of them died and they carted his body away, and then but his ghost is still here." Like, <laughs> but now I've been getting wafts of cigarette smoke from the laundry room. And Whoa. stuff keeps shifting and kind of disappearing. I'm like, God dang it, mom. What did you do? Oh, no. I mean, maybe the ghost backstory isn't accurate. Or maybe it is. Maybe the, the person's like, yes, you got it. 
This is going to be your sign that you told my story correct. (laughs) That's kind of what I'm thinking. So I told her that she's not allowed to um, talk about anymore. Otherwise, she's I'm like, you're going to bring something in this house, whether it's that long lost robber or something else is going to come in here. And it's not going to be pretty. You should. You guys could also claim the space and make sure you could be like, hey, ghost, you're not allowed to scare us or do anything bad in the house. You know, I think that's what I'm going to do. I did name him Clark because I felt that was a very ambiguous name. Yeah, that's a good one. I do like that. It's like a strong, but also sensitive name. I feel like anyone could connect to it. Clark. Yeah. Clark, the cigarette smoking dude. Yeah. Or it could be a woman. We don't know. Could be. I'm I'm just picturing Clark Kent now, but it's like the Invisible Man and <laughs> trans uh, the Transylvania movies with just the glasses walking around with his cigarettes sticking out in the middle of the air. That's uh, that's what I'm picturing. Okay, well that's a scary image. <laughs> I know. I suppose so. We'll see if I can get her to talk about it more and whether or not she actually believes in it, and I'll let you know. Love it. How, yeah. How can she not believe in it if all of this is happening? If there's like smells of smoke wafting through. She's not smelling the smoke or she says that she's just sort of, oh, it's just, you know, I can't tell anymore if she's joking about it. She's downstairs with 10 bucks so she can hear me talking (laughs) about it. um, I'm starting to think, though, that she actually believes it. She's like, oh, yeah, something fell the other day. And I think I think that ghost robber is doing it. So was she in the house when the alarm went off, when your grandmother's alarm went off? She was, yes. I'm very. She yeah. was really mad that she didn't hear anything from her mom. Oh, Because oh, I had oh. another dream about her um, about a year later that I was in the same house and she was just kind of talking to me. And something I had heard from a friend of mine who is a bit psychic was that if you dream of a loved one and then you wake up super tired the next day and it's a really realistic dream, it means you actually saw them in like another plane and you're tired because your body was there. Oh, that's super interesting. Yeah. So I've had kind of dreams and I was exhausted the whole day. I've had similar dreams with my grandpa before. And every time I'm always really tired again, she got really upset that I couldn't, that she didn't have any dreams. She's never had any dreams or encounters with her mom. But every time I have dreams like that, I always smell vanilla candles, which is something that she always had in her house. Oh, it's like your little sign to know that, to trust your experience and that it wasn't really just a dream, but was a total visitation with her. That's what I think. Yeah. I think she just kind of likes to pop in like, hey, um, she once came to me uh, earlier last year and I had a dream that it was just tell your mom to check on her sister. Um, oh, just just tell her to say hi. And I was like, mom, you need to call Paula. And turned out she was fine, but she had actually had a mini stroke a couple of days ago and hadn't told anybody. Oh my gosh. Well, so you she's are thankfully powerful. Fine. <laughs> you, you're communicating. You're the conduit for, for your grandma to speak to everybody else. Wow. <laughs> I hope so. I had a really strong relationship with her. So I love that she still keeps in touch every so often. Oh. And it's also, that was also like clearly a message for your mom. So your mom is getting messages. It's just not directly to her, which makes me think your mom is more closed off than you are. Yeah, I think she's pretty closed off. She gets spooked even more that I used to be terrified of everything. I think she doesn't want to have any connection, which is weird that she's now making it seeing or hearing Clark. So who knows? We'll see who sees or smells something next. Right. You'll have to keep us updated. I'm invested in Clark now. (laughs) I'll just do a hashtag Clark on the uh, Facebook page. (laughs) Perfect. We'll follow along. (laughs) Maybe our ghost Sven will come and pay him a visit. 
Yeah. Oh, great. I'll have roommates. Maybe he'll have fun that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost party at Jenny's. Woot. MJ will love it. She loves all the, the friends she can get, ghosts or otherwise. <laughs> Does she react to the house with Clark in it at all? Or she does she, not. She snored oh. through the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> so she is not we love the best an unbothered alarm. MJ. So cute. Yeah, she um is terrified of music where she's gotten better, but if someone rings the doorbell, she will give a little woof and go back to sleep. So she's not a very good guard dog. Oh, and I don't think she's okay. very good at guarding against ghosts either. So I'm on my own there. She's she's an emotional support dog. So that's, that's yeah. What need. She's a therapy Samantha, dog. She's got one job and she's fulfilling it perfectly. So, so she doesn't need another Samantha one. Samantha just said that in the chat. Oh really? <laughs> I'm a therapy dog, not a guard dog. Funny enough, I got her to be an ESA dog, and she is horrible at it. Really? I had a full-on panic attack around her, and she cracked an eye. And she's like, "Eh, you're fine." But someone oh. else at a dog park was looking kind of sad, and she ran over, sat next to him, and it turned out his dog died two days ago. Oh. And I'm like, "Um, hey." <laughs> so MD is great at it, but not necessarily for you. Exactly. She's wonderful at giving support to everyone else. I mean, she does great in other ways. She cuddles like no one's business, but yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't get my cues. Oh, I mean, that's why I made her a therapy dog because I'm like, well, you'll be everyone else's ESA. Yeah. Aw. So sweet. Well, give MJ a big hug from us and tell Clark, hello from us. I will. Thank you. Have a great night. I love these. I've been with them since the beginning. Oh, thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Jenny. Bye. Bye. I'm very Bye. I need more information on a lot I mean, I guess there is no more information on the alarm, but I just keep thinking about it saying like good morning. But then the actual alarm being static later. It's kind of yeah. terrifying, but also wonderful at the same time. Well it does also make me think like the static the static just reminds me of like the I don't know, like you know like when EVPs like they come through like static. Yeah. Like, it almost feels like it was set up for her to come through. Yeah, it's like the spirit box where it sets up and it's just like skipping radio stations and grabbing little words for spirits to speak through. Yeah. So interesting. Wow. I feel like we need to all buy. That's one of the things with technology that has changed. You know, like we all use our phones mostly for alarms. But what if we're missing all these opportunities to speak with spirits because we don't use a standard like radio alarm clock anymore? All right, Corinne, you want to test it out first? There's one in my room. I just never use it. All right, try it out. Okay. For the next week, I'm going to use this as my <laughs> alarm. We'll, I'll report back. Eee. Unless I scare myself too much or if everyone else scares scares me too much throughout. All right, I'm going to bring up Samantha. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Jasmine and then Zoe. Yay. Hello, Hello. Samantha. Hi. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I'm like so excited. I'm shaking and sweating <laughs> everywhere. Um, Don't worry, I'm the same. And we do this. This is like what fourteenth time we've done it or more. And I'm <laughs> truly sweating. No, yeah, it's like I remember the first time I freaked out was it was when I got the Spotify Wrapped and y'all were my number one podcast. And I posted on my story, and then y'all replied. And I was, <laughs> I was driving home from Lubbock. That's where I went to school as tech. And I literally almost crashed my car. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I 
like texted my mom and my friends. I was like, you'll never guess who just replied to my story and saw it. They're like, wow. <laughs> you know, what's so funny is I, that's so sweet that you feel that way. But that's exactly how Sabrina and I feel about like you and everyone else who who listens to us and like ever that, tags us. Yeah. We're like, oh my God, someone just tagged us in a And the in a fact story. that we're your number one for the year, like that's just, I mean, truly it's so flattering to us. Like we were, we're so excited about it. Oh, well, y'all really fun to listen to. And I listened, my, I showed my mom, you guys, and she was like, who are these girls? And I told her the name and she was like, is that? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's okay. It means well, but and also... <laughs> Sorry, before I start my stories really quick, I was actually studying for my NCLEX. It's the registered nurse boards. And I started listening to y'all. I was listening to campfire stories while studying the night before I took my NCLEX. And then I was like, okay. And then I went to go take my NCLEX and I passed it. And so after I passed it, I told y'all, I was like, I think y'all were good luck listening to everyone's stories. Oh, congrats. Well, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Our okay. ghost was on your side. I know. Sprinkling ghost a little and, good luck over you. I know. Ghost and maybe Fruit Fly was joining me possibly. Yeah. Saving you from those car crashes too. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> but okay. So I have like three quick stories. Two of them are kind of nice, kind of like from families, members that passed away, kind of visiting in some sort. And then I do kind of have like a spooky one of my boyfriend with sleep paralysis, but it also involves you guys. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so the first one is when my dad was younger, he ran like a super like 103, 104 degree fever. He was at home. And so he was like laying in bed and just, you know, what sick kids do. And then at night, he kind of woke up to someone placing like their, you know, whenever you were younger, your your mom or your dad or whoever would place like both the hands on your cheeks when you had a fever and it'd just be super cool and relaxing. Yeah. But so he wasn't really paying attention and he kind of opened his eyes and he saw his mom. He was like, okay. And then he just went back to sleep. And so then he woke up the next day and he went outside and he was like, Hey mom, like, thanks for checking in on me. And like, just kind of checking my, my fever. And she was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I never came to check on you. And he was like, what? And he was like, well, then who could have been? And then while he was thinking, he realized his grandmother, Grammy, just passed away that like recently. And him and like my his mom and then her mom looked almost identical. So he's pretty sure that his grandma came in to check on him when he had a super high fever Aww. to make sure he was okay. That was so sweet. She's wow. checking on her grandchild. I know. My I also dad- feel like it's common when people are sick because it's like this weird delusional state that they're in and it makes it easy for the... Oh, yeah. I And working in the hospital, I... Like, if y'all do like a hospital-themed campfire stories, I have like a plethora of hospital stories that I can share from patients and also Ooh. personal experiences from them. You should yeah. also email them to us because we're always looking for those types of stories, like nurses, Ooh, doctors, yeah. hospitals... Yeah. Okay, I will. I yeah, will. I, yeah. First responders, and we long. just don't have a ton of them. So, like, we would love. We would love okay. them. Yeah. It might be kind of long, so I apologize in advance, but I'll definitely no, do that. That's great. We love long. And so the second one is actually my mom is about my mom and her dad, and then her sister. So her sister had epilepsy her whole life, but she sadly passed away in 2010 from it, and so. That was kind of rough for all of us, including her parents. But so a few years passed and my 
Papap is what I call him, but her dad actually had a really bad seizure. He got, has had a lot of seizures or strokes, excuse me, strokes over the past few years. And he had a pretty bad one a few years back. It was kind of to the point where he couldn't remember anyone. And so my mom was with him at the hospital and he, and you know, she was like, dad, like, do you know where you are? Do you know who I am? And he was like, no, I don't like, I'm sorry. I don't recognize who you are. And so it was kind of hard for my mom. And so she like was sitting with them, of course. And then out of nowhere, he like looks at her and he goes, I think I know your name, but I'm kind of embarrassed to say it. And she's like, well, just say it, pop up. Like, it's okay. Like, what do you think my name is? And so he said, Mud May. And so the backstory behind that is my mom's middle name is May. And my Aunt Kim, who passed away in 2010, when they were little girls, that was my Aunt Kim's nickname for my mom. And no one else, like my mom told me the only uh, the only person who ever called her that was my Aunt Kim. And my pop-up was like, I don't know where I got that from. But he was like, I just feel like your name's Mud May for some reason. I don't know why. And my mom's like, well, yeah, yeah, that is my name. That is Mud May. And my mom like called me afterwards. She was like crying. She was like, "You, this was crazy. Like, there's no way like my pat, my dad would have known that. Those wow. are the two like kind of like family ones that I have. That They're like kind of sweet. They are sweet. They're very sweet. Like loved ones coming through. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's like checking in and like making sure it's almost, it kind of makes me think of like, in times like of, especially illness for both of them, it's like, everything's going to be okay. And they just kind of help you in different ways, which is really cool. The sleep process story involving you guys. (laughs) Oh no. Is this a mascara? No. Okay. (laughs) I hope it doesn't. So I have been I'm already holding show. my breath. I just realized <laughs> I've been holding my breath for like 30 seconds. <sighs> no, I swear it's not bad. It's, I think it's, it's funny now because my boyfriend, and I laugh at it, but it wasn't when it happened. So I've been listening to y'all since 2018 um, is when I discovered y'all. And so my boyfriend and I started dating in 2019. And so of course, like me being, you know, the crazy little paranormal girl I am, I was like, oh, listen to this. And he's like, Okay. And so he's like, oh, this is really good. And so we're listening to it a few days. And then a few days go by of us. Like I listen to y'all like just if I go to the store, like just whenever I'm in the car, you guys are on. He finally, at first he was like annoyed just because he does like podcasts. But then he was like, these girls are really interesting. I like this. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and, and so then. Well, thank you. Yeah. And so then one night we were spending the night together because we weren't moved in together yet. But college, you know, close enough. But he it's like two o'clock in the morning, I think. And I wake up to him like grabbing my arm and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on? He was like, I think I just had sleep paralysis. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, I, he was like, I was, he was on his back. He's weird at one of those people that fall asleep on his back. I don't know how he does it, but he was on his back and he woke up and he couldn't move. And he said he could like move just his eyes, but on his head. And he saw like this figure, like in the corner, like in the door frame. And he said it was just there. And so he tried to look away, but then he could like feel it coming closer. He tried to like move to like wake me up or wake himself up and he couldn't. And he could, you know how you can like feel when something's just like right there. Yeah. He said he could feel like it was like, it was on the bed, but right like on top of me, but right next to his face. <sighs> and so he didn't want to wake up or look so, like that way. In the middle of the bed. Yeah. And so, oh, he like finally was able to like, get out of it and wake up. And he was like, I've never had this happen before. And he was like, what if it's because of the ghost podcast? And I was like, I don't, I don't think so. so. We conducted an experiment and for a week we did it. We did three days not listening to it and two days listening to it. And the two days that we listened to you guys, he had sleep paralysis, but the three days we did not. Oh no. He didn't. 
So he was like, babe, I love you. I do like that podcast, but I don't love it enough to go through sleep paralysis every night. We <laughs> I, know, I, I feel was like, so responsible. I, I was oh, like, no. And I feel bad because I think it was the first time it happened. It was that one episode with, um, like, I mean, it was the first few episodes. It was of that one guy that got possessed, like, like Rick. the really scary oh, Rick. Rick. Yes. From episode I made him 12, listen to Rick. Dominus. Yes. I made him listen to Rick. And that's the worst one to possibly have him listen to. <laughs> but it was so good. It's one of my favorite episodes. And so I guess that might have just sparked the little sleep paralysis. That kind of scares me because then it makes me think that the demon that possessed Rick. I know. That's why I got nervous. I was like, Spencer, you better pray, do whatever Ooh. is good. I taught him the ribbon method and he was like, oh, good. He was like, okay. I'm like, I've never, I mean, and also my boyfriend, he is not a little man. And so like to see him like actually scared, like I was like, oh, like you're scared. And he was like, oh, I'll do do anything. Wow. So I mean, with three days, very clearly like had having had listened and then that happening it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like he made the right choice. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I still listen to it. I don't get any sleep process or anything. I enjoy it. (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad nothing happened to you. So it's just, yes. Um, I just, I wonder yeah, weirdly put himself into this state or like opened himself up more to yeah, to I just sort of interactions. So it's so scary. Yeah. And then also we're moving into an apartment together and I've been debating if I should sage it since I still am going to listen to you guys <laughs> in there. I don't know. But you know, I would. I've heard that you should cleanse your space whenever there's a change. So it doesn't have to be like a negative thing or a new space. It's just, it could be anything. It could be, you know, a new pet, the death of a pet, a new child, moving in, getting engaged, like any big a new job, any big shift in energy or change in your life, you're you're supposed to cleanse your space. I definitely am guilty of not doing that all the time. <laughs> but I have not can't done help. That. Right. It's just, I've, I've always wanted to sage, but I I know I can't get it from just anywhere. I just don't yeah. know where to get it, where it's like real sage and also where it's, it's a respect, like, I don't know how to word it properly, but use, respectfully, I guess. There are a know? lot of other things to use to cleanse your space aside from sage. Cause I absolutely agree. You should be buying it responsibly, but yes. we can, yeah, there, we can do a post on our social media about some of the, uh, I guess, like more responsible ways to sage or cleanse. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. And I think that there are also places to I think a lot of people have like contacts or sellers that they indigenous sellers that they buy directly from so that's also a good option if you are looking to use that that sage responsibly oh okay perfect well that's good to know thank you well yes we don't want any uh any uh demons or sleep paralysis in your new place right exactly and my cat I also have a cat she's she just kind of stares at things sometimes so she's (laughs) not the best but what's your cat's name her name is Millie. Oh, I love Millie. that name. Yeah, she and Millie. also she's a black cat because black cats are the best. Yeah. It's Aww. so it is just so fun. Also, so I actually had a kitten named Leia before, but she said really? Yeah, she actually we don't know why, but she passed away actually pretty young, like at Aww. four months unexpectedly. But then oh, I found God. I found little Millie, a little black cat, and I was like, This is perfect. Oh, so, Millie. Yeah. 
But okay, well, I'll let someone else go. I feel bad because I mean, I could talk to y'all for like ages and I've told some stories, but <laughs> it's so good. You- and also, I have to tell you, Samantha, as you were talking about the sleep paralysis, Sabrina and I, we video each other so that we can see each other during these. And she got up and she turned all the lights on in her room. Oh, I did. I sure did. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, I, it's one of those things where like we've done this for however many weeks and I should learn by now that I need to turn the lights on before we start because I don't want to be scared. So thank you for the reminder more than anything. <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't Apologies mean to, to your way. boyfriends. Too. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's okay. He still, he, he appreciates you guys. Oh, well, so. well, he'll have to listen to us even more now that you guys are moving into it. Right, exactly. Together, we'll, just, so. we'll just do some staging, but awesome. Okay, well, I'll thank definitely you, email. Samantha. Yes, thank you. I'll definitely email you all some hospital stories. And also, my mom is sitting next to me and she wanted me to tell you that she also loves you guys so much. Oh, my God. Oh, hello. Yeah. We're thank blushing. you. <laughs> my cheeks hurt from smiling. Mine do. I think I've been smiling this entire episode, even through the terror. <laughs> I, I mean, we truly, we, we have a little meeting, Corinne and I, before this with like business plans and talking and we both were like, oh, green room. We're just going to be in the best moods after this. Yeah. It doesn't matter how stressful our day is or what happens before this, because it just, we get to end our day yeah. on a, on a, I almost said like positive. No, it is positive, but it's also very terrifying, but yeah. in the best possible way. In the best. Okay. It's a spooky palate cleanser. Yep, I'm bringing up Jasmine and then Zoe. Hi, Jasmine. Jasmine, oh. Hello. You're the Hi. quickest one on the draw so far with unmuting. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, thanks. Um, so I actually I actually didn't press the button. My boyfriend did. So <laughs> hello. Um, hello. <laughs> um, so I have a few stories, but I have just two quick ones because I don't want to take take up time but they're both relating to my college roommate Haley she's probably gonna hate that I said her name but yeah Called out. <laughs> um so one of the nights um we did like this bedtime routine every time we would go to bed um and we were living in the dorms and so we would both lay in bed we would lay on our um bed and we would be on our phones and we would just basically start talking and I don't know why I was really tired this night. And normally she's the one that falls asleep. Um, so I had fallen asleep, but for some reason I kept talking to her. <laughs> um, oh. And so she was like telling me something. And then she said that she heard the bathroom door jiggle, like somebody was trying to open it. And she's like, Jasmine, did you hear that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> um, she's like, are you asleep? And I didn't respond after that. And she's like, there's a ghost and you just went to sleep. They're going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I don't know what it was because she said that um, we ended up talking to like our suite mates, the ones that we shared the bathroom with. And they weren't home. Like nobody was there. Like everything was just pitch black. So I don't know what she heard. But so that's one. Um, this is the same roommate. So she lived about 20 minutes away from the campus. So for some reason, our heater had broken. So it was freezing in the room. And we spent the night. Wait, am I thinking? No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. I'm very nervous. <laughs> no, that's okay. You're doing Don't worry. wonderfully. Um, so actually, um, she was actually getting married last year. So I was a bridesmaid um, and our other roommate, Andrea, who also listens to the podcast. So, yeah. Shout we, out to Andrea. 
I was staying in the pullout bed in the dining room because Andrea had taken the other room and I didn't mind sleeping in the dining dining room like the pullout bed. And it was like two o'clock in the morning. I had just finished doing homework and I was just going to hang out on my phone and go to sleep. I heard some footsteps like from the dining room table to the edge of the bed. And I was like, I immediately like shut off my phone. I put the covers over me and I was like, no, I'm not looking up. I'm not seeing anything. No, no, this is not happening right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, and I, I have this bad habit of, I have to use the bathroom before I fully fall asleep. If not, I just can't fall asleep. So I got up and I just ran to the bathroom and mind you, it was about to be three o'clock in the morning by this time. And I was like, everybody's asleep. I don't want to freak anybody out. So I'm just going to walk back to the bed, hopefully not see anything. And then that'll be it. I ended up not like seeing anything, but I also didn't hear anything. So I just fell asleep. I told everyone the next morning and they were like, yeah, we have a ghost. And I'm like, what? (laughs) They knew? (gasps) Yeah, they said that. So apparently there was two murder or somebody died in the home and somebody died in the garage and they said that yeah like sometimes we do hear like I don't know if it was a guy or a girl um, but we do hear like little things and sometimes there was they have like the clock that has like chimes to it um Mm -hmm. and and he'll move for haunting spooky experiences yeah (laughs) and he'll move the chimes sometimes they were like he hasn't done it in a while so I don't know why I'm like I don't know if he remembered me because I had stayed another night before that while we were in college but I don't know I just didn't want him to say hi because I didn't want to get scared it was like three o'clock in the morning like (laughs) no (laughs) but yeah those are my stories I have other ones but they're mostly like nice like sweet like not really I have one scary one but I don't know if it's that scary but yeah I think I emailed them to you guys so okay amazing I'm we're gonna look at look in our inbox for this this is just so it's one of those things where it's like I don't know what the right choice is is to tell someone that that the place that they're about to sleep at is haunted and scare (laughs) them at the beginning or Mm -hmm. just just leave it up to chance like will they or will they not encounter the ghost and then just explain it to them after like I I totally understand not telling people that a place is haunted but then you know you have this experience where you're hearing these footprints move about and you're like what the (laughs) hell yeah would you actually like that experience wouldn't you rather know up up front I don't know now that I I think about it I'm glad they told me after the fact (laughs) because now I'm like okay with staying now but as long as he just doesn't grab me that's okay yeah that sounds terrifying I think I'm the type of person that I need to know everything up front and then I will make a I need to like make an informed decision you know yeah I think I just already enter spaces assuming that every place is haunted so I think I already (laughs) scare myself enough that I might, I might need to not know in the beginning because otherwise I'm just going to be up all night waiting to hear those footsteps move from the bed to the, <laughs> to the dining room. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be anticipating the ghost staring at me. I can't wait to see what our little road trip is going to be like, Corinne, where we go it's to haunted be- places. And that's the whole point of us going. I'm going to have to phone a friend. I'm going to have to have Jasmine tap in for me one night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be so fun. <laughs> Yeah, I am Thank curious you though, if the spirit had had recognized you. Yeah, that's felt really that, comfortable around you. 
that's what I found funny too. I was like, he probably remembered me, but like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, at least this, you know, it's not, it, nothing was like touching you or feeding you blue bees. So I guess that's, yeah, that's good. You were yeah. relatively safe, but still, my God, so scary. Yeah. Especially like 3 approaching 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting. And that was like the bachelorette like weekend. So I was like, okay, I'm ready to have some drinks now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So those are the stories. Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I just found Jasmine's email. So I'm going to, I'm going to mark these <gasps> babies to you read. Swooped in there so quick. I'm stealing them. Okay. For my, well, I can't believe it's 555 or 855 wherever you are or even who knows might be early morning. So we're going to bring up Zoe to wrap it up tonight. I really hope it's something scary because why not? See, I'm the opposite. Hello. Something heartwarming. Hi, Hi Zoe. Zoe. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited right now. Oh, we are Hi. too. Oh my god, your dogs. I know, aren't they so the cute. cutest? And are you that from is- Australia? I sure am. <laughs> Hell yeah. What, what time is it? I was just full. Sorry, someone's just reading me. Let me hang up. Gotta ignore all those callers. Everyone always calls at the most inopportune times, right? Like, everyone yeah. calls. I know. It's probably work, and I'm like, I'm having a day off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, um, I'm listening you're busy. to ghost stories. Come you're on. on another business it. call. The call with like, two girls, one ghost. So. Yeah, I'm like, I'm in an important <laughs> meeting, guys. Come on. <laughs> But it's actually currently um five to one in the afternoon. Oh, okay. oh, how lovely! Yeah. and it was so funny. I was mowing the lawns and I had my headphones on, and I heard, "Okay, we're gonna do you no, know, I uh, forget the girl's first name." Said, and then Jasmine, and then we're gonna do Zoe, and I literally screamed out in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh Jesus! I hope my neighbor's not outside." <laughs> god, I love it. <laughs> oh I love this podcast like my friend got me onto it. I've been listening since probably 2019 wow or maybe 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 2018 but she told me about because we that's how we became friends and oh I literally will leave your podcast for a few weeks so I can binge oh my god oh. <laughs> I love it what a and, compliment oh I love it and like the Dominus one and the one about oh the fairy, the photo you guys put up on Instagram. And I know was, that one oh, had a. Oh, yeah, that, she, that was she's crazy. Like wearing sandals, so I'm so I'm like holding a. It's yeah. I, oh, yeah. I told my mum about it, and she was like, "Huh? What?" Because yeah, that one was that the one with the the fairy and the guy like yeah. had some yeah, in it with in her the, in the hot spring or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, me and mum are big believers. My sibling, or oh, my brother, definitely not. He's like, "Oh, it's just you know a bunch of whatever." Hocus pocus. That is. Oh, yeah, a bunch of hocus pocus. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and we, like, I tell her all about them, and she's like, oh, my gosh. But um, I've got a, I've got a story of where I used to work in a nursing home, and then a light-hearted story. <laughs> so I'll finish okay, with a light-hearted story. Perfect. Um, so I'm an assistant in nursing. Um, like, I assist RNs. Um, I worked in a nursing home um, for six years. And I left because it just got a bit full on with staffing and I injured myself. So I was like, okay, I need to change. So I now do disability work. So every time I do a morning shift or afternoon shift, felt fine, you know, would go there. The minute I'd be on my way for a night shift, the biggest dread feeling ever. Oh, I would oh. just be driving on this. It was an old highway and it was just like, oh, 
worst feeling. It just felt like someone was going to jump out at like bloody Bigfoot. I thought Bigfoot was going to jump out at me. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just awful. And every time I'd come in, like I'm not scared of the dark whatsoever, but I would go in and I'd turn the dim lights on straight away. That was the first thing I did. I was like, no, can't walk down these hallways. No way. One night I was, it was my fourth night shift in a row and they were 10 hours and we're doing our regular check. Mm Mm-hmm. So I came around the hallway. Oh, how long the hallway was for? Oh. Well, pretty much on each side there was um, 15 rooms and they were quite decent and some were double. So you could co- probably understand how long the hallway would be, like quite long. And as I came around the corner, I was starting to turn the dim light on and I looked down. Oh, it still gives me goosebumps. The, oh, the biggest, it was about six foot tall, black figure, like hat man. Oh. <sighs> it was so scary. And I just went, I started to walk and I did a nope. And I, turned and oh I went, no, nah. got the biggest dread feeling ever. I was like, I cannot walk down there. So I came back and the RN I was on with, she's like, what are you doing? And she's a big atheist, but she was awesome. I'm like, I just saw something. I'm not half asleep. I'm definitely not tired, but I just saw something and I cannot go down. And she's like, oh, whatever. And she walked down. I'm like, oh my God, if you die, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> oh. It was just, and then the rest of the night, it was just, I got this awful feeling. And then we had these senses that because some of our residents were very unsteady on their feet mm-hmm. and you'd have to plug it into a wall. They'd, it was it was done by weight. So when they'd sit on it, it'd be fine. But when they stood up, it would alert us. So when you plug it in, it would alert, you turn it off, they'd sit on it and it'd be all good. And mind you, this was three o'clock in the morning. And coincidentally, I swear your podcast does set off ghosts. I was talking to another girl about this podcast and said, you've got to listen to it. It's freaking amazing. Like, they're so good. They're so funny. You know, and the stories are awesome. No joke. The alarm went off. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> and it goes, it goes chair sensor on the little pad. And it goes, eep, eep, eep. Oh. I went to every single one. So there's about, oh, maybe eight in the facility, in the one I worked in, and they wouldn't turn off. What? They would not turn turn off. off. Would not turn off. And me and my friend, her name's Yasmin, were like, turn off, like, ah, like, cancel, cancel. We had to go get the security guard to reset the whole system. Oh, that is so so terrifying. Oh, so scary. What time was this, too? No, three o'clock in the morning, which I don't know why we're talking about it. I don't know why we're talking about it at three o'clock in the morning, but yeah. horrifying oh I swear to god I remember I was sitting there I looked up and I looked at her and she went nah I went yeah I went Yasmin have you got salt have any of you seen anything well we've had a few times oh they're for sure like we've had it oh this is actually I'll tell you this little story too we had a resident that was on end of life and my friend that told me about your podcast her name's Lizzie so hi Lizzie if you listen to this in a later day (laughs) She was on night shift and, you know, when they're on end of life, you have to do quite regular, extra regular checks. She went in to check on her and she was all right at that stage. You know, it was a bit that, oh, is she going? Is she not? And then um, same thing as the chair sensors, they had sensors on their beds and it would say the room number. So it was room number six and we're like, oh, it's all good. You know, she always gets up. So Lizzie's walked down to a room to check on her and this resident was getting pretty bad with her um, mobility. She came to the door and she goes, has anyone died yet? Oh. And I went, oh, 
what? She goes, I'm not joking, Zoe. She came to the door and said, has anyone died yet? Oh. And then she, <laughs> and then she put, put the resident back in the bed and she ran to the other side of the um, facility. Oh my God. That's oh my just God. like, she's like, oh my gosh. And then she ran and thankfully she was fine. But oh my gosh, when she told me that. And there's been other things like you walk down the hallway and the lights will just turn on. Um, I heard a walker down the hallway when every single resident was in bed with their senses on. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. But I just did what you guys do. Like, look, I'm, I, I understand you're here. I'm not here to, you know, I'm not threatening. I said a really, you know, calm phrase and it stopped. Oh, oh, oh that's wow. See, yeah, yeah, it stopped. I mean, claiming, sounds... claiming your space really does help. Oh, it does for sure. Right. And it, it sounds like it was from, from the sound of the walker, it was probably a resident who'd passed. So like <laughs> yeah, you're, so. you're their caretaker anyways. They're looking to you to, to help out yeah. there. They mean no harm, I'm sure. Oh, I reckon it was the one, um, she passed away probably about three weeks prior. And she was always a cheeky one. She'd always get up middle night and be like <laughs> scaring us. So I reckon she's like, haha, I'm still going to scare you. Even yeah, in the she just wanted a, a couple more opportunities <laughs> to spook you. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I'll quickly do my, um, heartfelt story to end on a good note. Um, my, so my pop and my great nan, um, passed away just after I was born, unfortunately. Um, so that's what, 24 years ago now. And, you know, my, basically I never went without knowing about them. It was basically like I knew them all the time. Mm-hmm. And my nan came down, oh, probably, probably this time last year with a box of jewelry. And, um, she's like, oh, I've got some beautiful rings. Um, did you want to have a look at them? I was like, oh yeah, like, let's have a look. Do you know, I can't remember the name of it right now. It's a shell. The outside's really rough, but on the inside, it's a beautiful, like pearlescent. I can't think of the name of it, if anyone knows, but it's kind of, the, I'm looking at it now, I've got it in my hand, but it's a beautiful, like, pearlescent design. And I hold it up and I went, oh, my gosh, this is beautiful. Like, I really want it. Sorry, that was just my phone I put down. I was like, <laughs> I really want this thing. And she goes, oh, yeah, have it. So I put it on and, you know, started wearing it. And then I started having dreams about my, so my pop was called Bob, about his mum, Peggy. I started having dreams about Peggy and I was like, this, like when I wake up, I'm like, that's really random. And, you know, it'd be, we'd be walking on the beach and she's like, how are you going? You know, you, you know, you're doing disability care now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's really weird. So, and after listening to your pod- podcast more, I was like, you know what, I'm going to test this series. So I took it off and left it on my side table. And like, you know, I was like, oh, let's see that night. Didn't have a dream that night. Wow. But then the following few nights, I didn't have any dreams at all. And then I put it back on. And then for another week, having dreams constantly with her. Wow. And with my pop. And I told my mum and mum goes, oh, I have no idea whose ring that was. And I go, I'm going to ask Nan. So I rang her. So you know that ring you gave me? And she's like, yeah, yeah. I said, whose was it? Like, was it yours or was it pop's? She goes, no, it was Peggy's. And I went, huh? She goes, yeah, it was Peggy's. Peggy's used to wear it all the time. And then she gave it to me. And I didn't really wear that type of like silver jewelry. So I would just put it in the box and then I knew you and your sister Jess wanted um, some of that type of jewelry. So I thought I'd give it to you. Wow. And I was like, like, oh my gosh. And I was like, oh, it's like I'm getting signs from my nan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you still wear it? I, at the moment, I can't really wear it because um, with COVID and all that, I'm washing my hands so much. I've got a bit of dermatitis. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So it's a bit, but oh, yeah, it feels weird not wearing it. Do you know what I mean? Like when I put it on, I feel like safe. Oh, and I feel it's so, and it was weird. Like when I'd have these dreams, 
she'd be going and that thing Peggy passed away even before I was born like before my siblings were born and she she asked me one night because I've got three um nieces and two nephews asked oh how's Zali going that's one of my nieces oh how's Zali going and I'm like a beautiful story I know (laughs) I told my mum and mum was just like oh my gosh because it was like my pop died suddenly had a stroke and Peggy did too she just went to sleep and didn't wake up so it was a bit of a shock and yeah, I said to mom, like, it's like she's communicating with me, like trying to still be connected she with all is. of us. Yeah. Yeah. And it made me teary because, like, oh, I would just, when I woke up, went, I've never dreamt of Peggy. Like, seen photos of her and heard all stories about her, but never dreamt of her. Wow. Until and since not wearing it for, like, yeah. sorry, go again. As, until you started wearing this. Yeah. And now I haven't worn it probably, I'd say, two months. Have not dreamt of her since. Wow. But it's not like I'd have a dream every night. The, the first first probably two weeks I did, and then once I was wearing it more often, it was just probably like once a week or twice a week, and then it would stop, and I was just like, oh, okay, and then it would happen again. I was just like, it, it's weird. It's like she's just trying to check up. <laughs> but it always on I the beach. I love it. I love always it. Always on the I, beach. I love that she's connected to this one, you know, to this necklace. Yeah, well, it's a ring, little ring, a ring little sorry. silver ring. I'll try, I'll try, no, it's okay. I'll try and take a photo and send it to you. But I wish yeah, I knew the, do. I wish I knew the shell. I've got it on the tip of my tongue. Um, people are saying mother of pearl or abalone. That's what we thought. Abalone what was shell? That? Yes, I think that's it. The I think abalone that's shell. shell? I think so. Yeah, or opal. It, it might be abalone. Yeah, that. I think it's an abalone shell. Oh. Yeah, I want to see a picture of it. This is so wonderful. I definitely will. Such a oh. wonderful lifeline to her. Yeah. Oh, and I swear that Zali's seen my other nan. Um, her name was Maureen because when, um, same again, she passed away. That, um, that was what I said before, um, just after I was born. And when Zali was about eight months old, she was laying on my mum's lap. She's looking up in the corner and just waving and laughing. And my nan, we called her Chucky's nan because there were so many nans. So that was her nickname. And Chucky's nan was all about us kids. And even, you know, she was so excited for me to be born and all that, but she just loved all of my siblings and everyone. And she was always called Archie Maureen. And Zali was just waving and then was just, you know, um, laughing. And mom's like, oh, that's weird. So his mom took into a spare room. We've got a photo of um, Chuggy's nan, my mum's dad, and then my dad's dad. She's like, I'm going to test this and see. Because she just kept doing it for a few days. So she took her into the room. She goes, oh, look, Zali, look at these beautiful photos. And Zali, like, smiled at my two pops. And then she looked at my Chuggy's nan, grabbed the picture, and it kissed it. Oh. <gasps> And she's never met that woman in her life. Like, like I said, she passed away 24 years ago. Oh, I know. And I just, when my mom told me, my mom was crying to me. She's like, oh, and I was like, oh, stop it. Oh, this is so sweet. Wow. This is a great way to end this this episode. Wait, has your sister ever tried on the ring? I'm curious if she would get the same sort of. Well, no, she hasn't actually. Yeah, it would be surprising. I should try and do it. But like, hey, just try this on. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, wear this for a week and report back. <laughs> yeah, just, I just want you to try it on. I know it's always on me, but just wear it for one week and yeah. just let me know what happens. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this is a great idea. <laughs> this is our experience. I should. <laughs> is the oh, power should. within the ring, you know? I know. But, yeah, it's just a beautiful ring, and I'm so sad I can't wear it at the moment. Like, as soon as my skin clears up, I'm going to put it back on. A lot of people I think are... I said necklace earlier because I was, like, thinking in my head that you should be – what if you wore it as a necklace oh, and put it on a chain? That's a good idea, actually. I might do that. 
Yeah, I've a lot never of people were doing that suggestion in the chat too. So oh, they, I'll have to go back and look on the chat. <laughs> um, I might actually, I will do that. I've got a chain in my little trinket thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Chain necklace chain in my trinket. I might do that. Actually. Yeah. We'll give that yeah, a go. Keep it with you. Keep it on you. Keep her with yeah, you. Definitely. Definitely. Or like even put it in my wallet. <laughs> Especially yeah. when you're yeah. wandering these haunted halls at work oh. every now and again. Oh, well, I'm not, have... like I said, I don't, yeah, I don't work there anymore. Thank goodness. Oh, it was just every night shift. I, like I said, and I'm fine with it. Like I watch so many paranormal movies and, you know, the stories you guys put up, but they, it was just awful. I'd walk and I'd be like, oh, God. Oh. I don't yeah. want to be. Oh. Yeah, definitely <laughs> good that you uh, pivoted there. If that's how you feel about a place you work. Yeah. And I think also too, because it was an old, um oh I don't well my great great grandfather was in the building down the back with tuberculosis so I don't know if it's spirits from them Mm. oh I don't know because they closed it down because it was filled with asbestos and it just it basically just fell apart so that's when they opened where I worked but it's still very old too when you know I don't know yeah (laughs) it's hard it's hard to tell with buildings like that just because there's so many people who do unfortunately pass away in them yeah yeah and like I've always wanted to like see Bella my dog that's Bella in the photo on the left she's eight years old she's a pug Jack Russell and then (laughs) um Rip on the right he's um 12 weeks old he's named after the guy from Yellowstone (laughs) okay well you can send us a picture of the ring and more pictures of your dogs oh yeah but she doesn't react like I listen to it in my room she just lays it I'm like come on can you give me something oh, <laughs> <Yeah. wow>. <laughs> she more well, reacts to Leia when Leia purrs and like meow oh, she's that's, that's she's so like, sweet <laughs> Zoe thank you so much for sharing these stories with us no I mean, worries thank great you way to end tonight's episode Thank oh, you. thank you so much. I thank literally, you. I'm so excited. I could go. I wish I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> have a good rest of your day. It's, is it night? Yeah, nighttime. You it's have a night. great rest of your day. Yes. Well, you have a great rest of your night. I hope you can thank both you. sleep. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Wow. I really do want to know if wearing it as a necklace does the same, has the same effect. Yeah. And I'm curious too. Like, is, is the attachment to the ring, is that sort of like the conduit for communicating with her relative? Or is Zoe just feeling so close to her that she's opening herself up to that communication when wearing yeah, the ring? I don't know. She's just on her mind. I don't That's know. Interesting. Well, we'll find Zoe out. Zoe has a experiment to do now that yeah. we assigned her some homework and she'll have and, to report back. And then we have to find Bigfoot poop. It's kind mm-hmm. of amazing how much happens in this hour. So, and also, my mom and I talk about this like every single week that when we post, because we post these recordings that recorded these live shows. And then we, we post them on our two girls, one ghost feed. And my mom and I keep saying that like, every time we listen back to it, once it's posted, it's like hearing the stories all over again for the, or I'm butchering this. It's like hearing the stories for the first time, because you, you miss so much when it's actually happening live, because there's just so much going on. And it's like, you're just shocked by by how much information it's is coming the through. Best. It it really is. We get so much. And then it's yeah, I could listen to each one of these over and over like five times. Same. It's so much fun. It's so interesting. 
Well, let's get a theme for next week and get everyone excited about next week's episode. Um, If you have a theme suggestion, you can throw it up in the chat. Yeah, throw it up. Although I I have a feeling that that the hospitals was a real big interest because there were like 10 people back to back that were talking about it. But let's see what comes in. Oh, we're getting a lot of dreams. Ships, premonitions, more hospitals, kids' experiences, Ah. dreams. Okay, it sounds like... Dreams and hospitals nightmares. and dreams are <laughs> are the two that are coming it's, through. I I lean to dreams and premonitions. Maybe that's just because of how I have my experiences. So Jenny said dreams of hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Oh wow! Okay, lots of people have dream stories. Should we do dreams? Dreams okay, and nightmares. L- let's do dreams. Can can yeah let's do dreams and then next time we field for the next time we can even pick the theme and not not give anyone a say okay well can i override next time and just say yeah we're doing hospitals of course the following time yeah we choose the theme yes i love it okay so next week we will do dreams and and or nightmares and then dreams, the next time we do a theme that genre yeah 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 Yes. And then we will be very vocal about when we choose to do a theme again. Yes. Um, we try to do them every three to four weeks. Shows, weeks. Oh my God. I really need to <laughs> go to bed. It's time for bed. <laughs> All right, everyone. Working. On that note, we hope you sleep well. Sleep tight. We will and see we you will. next week. And we will see you on the other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night. Hence the campfire. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will see you there.